0: Hello, everyone, welcome to another edition of the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. I'm your co-host, Dominic Vogel, and joining me as always is, insert name here, oh yeah, it's Christian. Christian, how are you doing today?
1: Well, I hope you didn't forget my name. Um, but it should come as no surprise that it's their co-host, none other than Christian. And I am doing well, I'm happy. How are you doing?
0: I am doing very well as well. Uh, well as well? Yeah, sure, let's, let's run with that. But uh, with other that. than run on sentences, uh, who is our guest today?
1: So we have, we have Kevin Graham from Securi, which is a cybersecurity company. And I'm really looking forward to getting into the nitty gritty about helping organizations get started with cybersecurity here.
0: Awesome, he's a wonderful human being. We'll take a brief pause here and we'll bring Kevin onto the show.
1: Kevin Graham from Mississauga,
2: Ontario. Welcome to the show. Gentlemen, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank <laughs> you for having me on today. <laughs> that's a beauty. Well, I'm not,
1: I'm not really sure when this is going to air, but I, I want to say I'm sorry to uh, the semi-recent hockey experience that you guys had. If you're a hockey fan at all, I know that's tough. You made it further than uh, we did in Vancouver for the Canucks, um, but I'm sorry for, for what happened. Uh, and we hope for better things next year for both, both of us. <laughs>
2: take that into consideration. Always- Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so first question, you are obviously in the cybersecurity space. Uh, that's a big reason why we brought you on. You've got some things to say, but we want to get to know you a little bit. Um, what Can you take us back to young uh, Kevin, uh, and your career aspirations then versus the cybersecurity uh, company that you have now. Um, what what were you expecting for your for your life and career, and um, and how are things turned out?
2: The journey of life, Christian, continues. Uh, I'm glad you didn't lead with "tell me about yourself" because I still haven't figured that out at 42, <laughs> uh, and that's part of the joy. Um, Yeah, I think I rolled them all. Police officer, firefighter, professional hockey player. Uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a home that was very supportive uh, of my athletic aspirations. Uh, I was a goaltender when I played hockey, Uh, grew up and and truly still believe the life lessons that I've taken uh, with me through this journey. The majority I learned in a locker room including uh, some of the language, unfortunately, and that's that's part of growth. Uh, but I think it landed in cybersecurity. Uh, just the timing was fantastic. I was running a, tra- a channel uh, program at a large national reseller. Uh, we were attempting to begin the journey of a cybersecurity program, and I fell into a room with just three of the brightest minds. To this day, I can say that I've uh, I've had the opportunity to meet and work with. And from there, I uh, just grew a passion and understanding that this was something that not only would affect business in Canada, that would most likely have an impact on the lives of my two children as they developed their journeys as well. And
1: I, I'm gonna take the second question as well. Normally I'll pass it over to Dominic, but I, I have another one for you. So our Certainly. show is called Cybersecurity Matters, uh, which is why we're here, and I'm assuming why you have your company. Um, can you just talk from, from how you would phrase the answer to this question, why is cybersecurity important for your clients?
2: For our clients, and just for some context, Christian, we're designed to help the small, medium business in North America start, keep starting, and have a sense of ownership around what is just the next confusing layer of business. When I think of smaller business owners Uh, and the types of interactions that we have with them. Uh, Building trust through acronyms and heavy sounding words and terms hasn't been necessarily the best path to gain insights into true challenges and problems. Uh, We've really built the culture of security around communicating to the small business owner without ego. And what I mean by without ego is to remember those times and reflect back, Christian, as we just did. How did we end up at the table? Why is cybersecurity important? Why does it matter to us today uh, versus our career journeys? And the reality is, um, it's it's not necessarily an easy segue for the typical business mind and we really want to help them with trust uh, build a program and start to understand how they can keep control whether it be financially whether it be through technology or partnerships and resources but still make those first important steps towards a healthier future and we try our best to address those things or items or feelings in the smb marketplace through a very specific engagement model and that's to educate to consult in a non-technical fashion to take the nuts and bolts, the ones and zeros that the three of us on on this call have fallen in love with through our time and really translate that into either a business English or plain English method where non-technical business leaders and owners can really capture, understand, and build a plan of health for themselves.
0: I, I, I love that, Kevin. And, and you know, when you were, when you and I first chatting, and we were talking about the um, chronically underserved, small and mid-sized businesses right across this country when, when it comes to cybersecurity, um, are we at a point in time where you see there being more of a, um, I guess, an appetite amongst business owners, amongst CEOs, CFOs at the SMB level to proactively invest in cybersecurity? Or, or, or is it still mainly very reactive in terms of their investment in cybersecurity? I'm just curious to, to, to your thoughts and what, what you're seeing from that perspective.
2: Excellent question. And Dominic, I related back to cash transactions versus credit card transactions. As a society, we were resistant to taking non-monetary hard, tangible funds as a form of payment. Uh, Now I don't even have cash. I believe we're on the same cycle where the business owner in and of themselves are starting to appreciate and understand this is simply a piece of running a business now. Ignoring cybersecurity, Uh, The attitude, why would they target me, I'm so small, when the value of a credit card number in just itself, I believe, could sell for $250, whether it's valid or not. So the attitude and approach is starting to change, and I'm extremely, extremely proud of our small-medium business owners and that culture for adapting and learning to change and drive that forward motion, in and of themselves.
0: So I guess an extension of uh, of that as well is, um, or of the previous question, I should say, is: Do you see the mindset shifting as well from cybersecurity just being seen as an IT issue, or you know, hey, our, our IT guy deals with cybersecurity? Do you see more business owners taking more of an active role in it rather than just pushing it to? To IT, given that it's not an IT issue, given that it's actually a, a business risk, um, uh, what are you seeing, or what are you seeing? What, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I believe firmly we're inching towards that. Absolutely, uh, I still feel we have collectively a lot of work to do in our communication styles and our communication priorities. Uh, we we as the cybersecurity professionals are beginning to earn our time and spot at in the enterprise uh, board of directors table or an investor's table where technology and the ownerships in the SMB space or to reference one of your past episodes the MSSP or technology partnerships uh, are starting to earn time and attention at that ownership level. And again, I, I use the word proud uh, of the evolution. We're starting to understand collectively that progress is acceptable and perfection is a long way away. When we start to communicate, when we sit down and have a conversation, when we're willing to hear another human being and their viewpoint, for me and in my humble opinion, we're the majority of the way there. When you're willing to sit down and truly hear and speak with someone, your openness and willingness to change and adapt is just far more significant. So I'm proud of us again, we are progressing. I believe the challenge now in industry will fall in that communication and translation even between the technology and it departments versus the business drivers and deliverables uh and that gap dominic and christian i firmly believe is where we need to start laying our bricks and start to pave the way
0: Uh, that's amazing thank you kevin and uh um I guess that's what sort of bring, brings me to um, our, final, our final question and really around um, an area where you and I actually first really connected, Kevin, when we're talking about uh, mental illness, mental well-being. Um, I'd love to learn more about your advocacy and your um, thoughts around mental well-being uh, for, in particular, uh, cybersecurity professionals and, 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 and your thoughts around that.
2: Absolutely, Dominic, and thank you for asking. Uh, I proudly stand in front of you today, eleven years clean and sober, through my own personal journeys, uh, and and really, I felt the pressures um, as a sales professional first, and cyber professional further down my career uh, to have a, a stronger and firmer understanding and grasp on my motives and my behaviors. The cybersecurity world in and of itself is an amazing pool of talent and an amazing pool of individuals and professionals who firmly believe they're responsible for the net outcome of employee, employer, X, Y, or Z. Um, and that's good. That's really good. The, the focus needs to remain on servitude. And that's a great, a great reference, Dominic, that you made earlier in the question. Um, why are we driven so hard and so far and so fast? to die on a sword that's often been described uh, at, a, you know, a, at a leadership level with the words, no one cares about you, work harder. So when you come into a, a world that's really built around the core value that no one truly cares who you are or what you're about, we only care about how many dollars of revenue that you can add to our bucket. It can become demoralizing and debilitating all in one. Um, I'm I'm really happy to see some pushback from the individuals uh, through LinkedIn, through other avenues and courses of communication to see, Paid days off with quota of relief in the sales profession, which had anyone mentioned to me a week ago, I would have laughed. To really understanding the value of the human touch and the value of the outcome being more than dollars and cents. And I'll reference once more progress over perfection. I don't know that. A, it's a talent show it's a you know it's it's how you can deliver against a target it's showtime when you're in this world and in this industry at times to be able to uh, prioritize yourself to be able to have organizations leading with self-care and self-priority uh, I believe for myself and for others I'm only as good as, as the gas tank. And, uh, if I'm burning it down to fumes every day, my clients are certainly not getting 100% of me. The two of you would not be getting near a hundred percent of me. More importantly, the two young boys that sit in my basement wouldn't get a hundred percent of me. And I really, really appreciate and love the shift in mentality that we as human beings are starting to impose back into what we would describe as the enterprise or corporate, however you choose to, to doll that one up. But um, I really appreciate the priority there. I, I've, I've often stood by a phrase. Uh, it's be the change. Um, we are starting to see individuals, organizations, and just as a collective change being invoked. Our behaviors are changing. Our motives are changing. And to, to think born in 1978, we didn't talk about anything to 2021, 42 years old, being able to cry in front of my kids, have an emotional moment and explain why I'm overwhelmed and that be okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. Dominic,
2: Christian, I can call male friends now, and I can tell them why today was terrible or why tomorrow's yeah. going to be better, and it's okay. The stigma of male mental health, even as a, a third sub-point, has really, really come to light, and we don't need to be tough guys with cool beards and red headphones. <clears throat> We don't have to do that.
0: <laughs> Kevin, I, I and, and and you know it's just because of our interactions on LinkedIn and and the conversations you and I have had in the past. You know, you 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 really truly truly illuminate uh, uh, what is good in the world, the way that uh, um, masculinity should be defined. And uh, you know, I know Chris and I are very very grateful for you carving out the uh, time out of your busy schedule to be with us today. You know, that was just just like I said, very very powerful, very in- inspiring wisdom that you've imparted on us today. Very very grateful for your time.
2: I appreciate the opportunity to share a message of hope with uh, everyone out there. And hopefully you had the opportunity to ask each other how you were doing before this episode. (laughs) We're
0: we're doing fine. We're doing fine every day. And we like, we we genuinely appreciate you very, very much. And we, uh, we appreciate your support of the the show as well. It's not often we get to have long time listeners on the show. So we we appreciate you going from being a listener to, to being uh, on the show with us today.
2: Thank you, gentlemen. Be the change.
0: Awesome. Thanks Be well, so my friend. Kevin. Thank you. Uh, Christian, I mean, that, that was a truly enlightening conversation uh, uh, with Kevin there. Uh, a very kind-hearted person, wonderful spirit, a lot of interesting wisdom that he dropped there. I'm curious to your key takeaway.
1: Well, I was surprised to hear that he was a long-time listener and a first-time guest, <laughs> so that was uh, it was really nice to see. It's always nice when somebody is familiar already with us. Um, the thing that stood out to me is their approach to cybersecurity consulting uh, and the idea of taking the risk picture and translating it into the business language, plain English, plain business English. Um, You can never go wrong uh, with doing that.
0: Yeah, no, and, 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 for me, you know, the key takeaway was, you know, his, how he spoke very passionately about, about mental health, mental uh, well-being. you know, he was sharing how um, he had, um, you know, what he had overcome in his life and how he was, uh, uh, he, was a, you know, he was a recovering uh, alcoholic and he had now being, I believe it was a dozen or 15 years sober. Um, he, sh- he shared a lot of really great inspirational wisdom there. So we're, we're very grateful for him uh, taking the time of his day to, uh, to spend time with us. And uh, speaking of which, I want to make sure we always thank our loyal listeners and and viewers for spending time of uh, their day to to spend time with us on our podcast. And if you want to check out previous episodes, please do check out the Cybersecurity Matters uh, YouTube page, uh, as well as any previous episodes on your uh, preferred podcasting uh, platform. But until next time, be well, be safe, and we look forward to entertaining you yet again on the Cybersecurity Matters podcast.